Hey everyone, it is Audrey here with another episode on Sportive AF. I am so excited to be sharing this episode with you. It is with Indiana Woodward. She is such a beautiful person inside and out and honestly shares some of the best advice. We talk all about body image positivity, her career, the ups and downs of company life, and of course, dancing at the New York City Ballet. Okay guys, really hope you enjoy. And before we get started, make sure you're following Indiana on Instagram and don't forget to follow Sportive AF on Instagram as well. All of the links are down below. Okay guys, let's get started. Okay, everyone, I'm here today with Indiana Woodward, a beautiful soloist at the New York City Ballet. She is originally from France and moved to New York City to train at the School of American Ballet. Today, Indiana and I are going to be talking all about being yourself, truly and authentically, honoring all of your emotions, and of course, celebrate the story of Indiana's ballet journey and how she got where she is today. Indiana, I am so excited to have you on today. Me too. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So how's your week been so far? It's been good. I'm currently in Santa Fe with my boyfriend's family oh. um, because I had to move out of my apartment in New York, unfortunately, until right. go back to the company, which is possibly in the fall of 2021, but we're still not sure because I think America is a little bit more behind yeah yeah our, it's not even that it's america it's that our lincoln center um all of the like the met opera the david h Koch theater and the orchestra section over there it's like yeah. a huge union place oh my God. Like it has many unions so there's yeah. so many people that are involved in it so we'll see when we get back but yeah I'm, I'm happy to be here in the nature it's definitely I'm outside right now on my little like porch <laughs> beautiful <laughs> it's gonna snow later which is so exciting oh my um, god I'm actually jealous <laughs> I know like, I love snow like in Australia <laughs> never snows <laughs> that's how I always was in California growing up in LA I was always like oh I wish there would be snow someday. There was one time when there was snow and in Malibu there was like, we have one snow plow that's never been used. Yes. And it was used that one day and everyone like drove up the mountain, the canyon to see what it was and it was melted by the time. <laughs> everyone went. <laughs> yeah, so I'm everyone so was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, my week's been good. Um, what have I have now? Oh, we've been working on a film for Craig Salstein. He's he was in ABT and he's one of our friends. He's been helping us stay in shape, you know, teach oh, all the New York right. ballet dancers. And he's such an angel and he is choreographing this uh a different uh I guess choreography to the Napa music. Oh. So it's not ballet or it's ballet yeah. but it's in you know sneakers because it's outside. That's so, so cool. Which has been super fun. Um, and yeah, just do my regular schedule, which I had I had an exam for school this week Amazing. for my college course. Yeah. So that's done, which I was very thankful for. Um, and yeah, just doing Pilates, yeah. visiting family, all these different things in Santa Fe, taking hikes, being with my doggy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just taking that time off. Like it's so yeah. important as well. And how have you been coping? Because it, 
I mean, for everyone, it's been different. And I know so many people started off COVID kind of like, oh my God, like, it's just going to be a break, like reset. But like yeah. everyone had to like regroup and like go, oh my God, like, what do yeah. I do? How have yeah. you been coping? I actually, I didn't, I had the same response in the beginning, like everyone. And I was in New York. I had just come back from a trip from my boyfriend's family's nice. uh, place. We, we had gone to Colorado and we came back to New York City and we were there for a week and I was starting to get into shape because we were supposed yeah. to fly to London and do um, a small company tour, yeah. which would be so fun. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. But I, so we were there and then all of a sudden, you know, all this COVID news was becoming more relevant in the news and everyone was kind of freaking out more and more. So my tour got canceled, but we weren't canceled the company yet. So my boyfriend was like, you should go and visit your family in LA because I hadn't seen them in a long time. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'll go for like four days. So I packed my like tiny suitcase with my, all my dog's things rather than my things kind of I brought maybe one leotard one shoes yeah, <laughs> and I got to LA and then like a few days later we were in lockdown and so I was stuck in LA for five months or something oh my God. so I wore you know my mom's clothes yeah. and I mean I didn't mind because I love being home but yeah <laughs> a total just 360. I mean, it was just like, yeah. you know, I was living in New York and yeah, still and employed. And then I was at home again and didn't have like, anything. Just like <laughs> childhood going back in time. Yeah. It was. Oh so interesting. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> but I was thankful that I had a place to stay, first of all. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was available, like the outdoors were available to me, you know. I, I can't imagine, I, I would have felt so bad for my dog, you know, being in my small apartment in lockdown yeah. because I just, I mean, she's happy wherever I am, but you know, it's, it's nice for them to run and oh, everyone was yeah. uncertain that it was, especially in New York, it got shut down so tight and everywhere else in the world that you just, you didn't know if you could go to a park really. Yeah. Or, oh. So it was interesting, but I was thankful to be at home, even mm. though it was like going back into my childhood bit <laughs> in like my childhood room. <laughs> Would have but taken some readjusting. <laughs> it was it was definitely an adjustment, and the company had offered classes every every day except for Sunday at like ten thirty a.m. in New York, which is oh. totally normal. Yeah, but I was in L.A. And I really love taking class and I really wanted to be with my community again and yeah. all this stuff. So I was waking up at like seven to run to my bar, which is like my counter, you know, yep, I don't have yeah, a bar yeah. and my wood floor <laughs> and would run. And I just exhausted myself doing that, which I'm sure so many people did, you know, in the beginning, like we have to stay motivated, stay in yes. shape. We don't know when this is going to end. Literally. And then, yeah, and then you just kind of realize that, okay, you know, it's okay to slow down. Yes, and, definitely. You know, I'll give myself something later in the afternoon, maybe. And, like, yeah. I feel like it's so easy to fall into such a regimented schedule in oh, our lives as dancers. Definitely, definitely. Because we've done it since we were three, yeah. you know? Exactly, exactly. So yeah. It's normal. Yeah. So it was kind of um, eye-opening and kind of helpful to slow down a bit and realize that it's okay to not do you know x x x x all in line yeah you can do yeah. it throughout the day or if you don't feel like doing it today 
that's okay as well. Yeah. Which is, I never, like you can ask any of my friends and I just, I'm always in the Pilates room. I'm always in the studio. Like I just, I love it so much that I just, I always want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a form of therapy. Yeah, it's exactly. I realize that it's definitely also, I feel like a lot of dancers do it because it's their time. Yeah, definitely. I'm alone. Yeah. Like doing a bar, you don't concentrate on anything else, but what's going on. You feel like so aware of your body. Like, it's like, you know, when you do like those meditations and it's like a body scan, that's what like bar is. And I, I was actually talking to someone about that and it's like, they found that like doing their bar or their ballet class in COVID was kind of like the only thing they could find that was like normal and like kind of bringing you, bringing you back to like that feeling of like being in the studio, but at your kitchen or whatever, yeah. you know? No. And you know, what was so cool is I feel like in the beginning, all of us, or maybe just in our careers, like if I wasn't able to make it to a class in the company, cause I had a doctor's appointment for instance, I would be like, oh, I miss class. I can't do anything because I don't have a studio. Now it's like you can literally do it anywhere and no, like it doesn't even matter where you are. You, I've done it outside on my porch. Yeah, I've done concrete floors, which is not that great. You just jump. (laughs) You do it in your bedroom, in your kitchen. Like Uh you can be with your family while you're doing your bar. Literally, I can be like patting my dog, like in between yeah. bar exercises. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of, it's definitely, even though it's been so difficult for, I think, everyone, hopefully we are able to kind of remember the positives that have come yeah. out of this, you know, definitely. by being, remembering why you love it too. Because if you're doing oh. it every day, you're the only one that's motivating yourself. Like you don't yeah. have a job. There's yeah. no reason for you to do it so why are you doing it and you're like okay I really love this yeah yeah and I feel like it was a great time to like reflect on that like I know so many people as well and I think it I think it was a positive it's it is a positive time in a way the way you look at it as like some people have found that it's not for them and like finding that out is a yeah and that's fine yeah and I think like having this time rather than maybe four years down the track them going oh I don't think this is for me. It's like, at least they're like, you know, choosing what they love now and then being able to get started on that new passion. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can definitely during this time, you know, dial back maybe on your ballet class of staying in Mm. shape or staying motivated or whatever, and kind of explore doing an online program of another career that you want to do, or just like do research, you know, even if you don't know it all, because Sometimes we don't know at all what we want to do yeah. after. It's such yeah. a foreign thing. Yeah. But you can like start thinking about it, start cultivating the ideas. Yeah. You know, do research. It's I think it's a special time for everyone, even though it's so tragic and such yeah. a difficult time as well. Like you, you I feel like in those times you have to find those positives. Definitely, you know? definitely. And like there's days where like you're like, oh my God, I literally don't want to do anything. And, yes. then, there's, and then there's, which is like, you know, a good portion of the time. <laughs> but then there's also like, there's those days where you're like, oh my gosh, why don't I learn like a new language? And then I like try yeah. to pass. <laughs> like I'm trying to, I'm still trying to find like the balance between those two days. 
<laughs> me too. Me too. I'm the exact same with that. <laughs> I'm like, why, why is it either Netflix all day or like five classes plus like running and, <laughs> and like Instagram things and, <laughs> and looking up different schools. You're like, yeah. I'll just learn a variation. Oh, maybe yeah. I'll go and learn where I can volunteer to save yes. animals. Like all of like everything in one day. I, I feel yeah. the same. Yeah, it's it's all or nothing. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> totally, totally. Well, okay, Indiana, I want you to give me a quick summary of how you got started, how you got drawn into ballet, and yeah. Go. go. Okay, quick summary. So my mom was a ballet dancer. She was born in South Africa, and my dad is French. So she moved to South or to Paris to pursue dance. Right. And. She did contemporary. She worked with Roland Petit and like wow. um, Radar, a couple really cool choreographers, along wow. with like movies and TV. You know, act- wow. you did everything in that yeah. day. I think if yeah. that's what she told me. Um, so when I was born, she told me that I was one. I was in a show with her, like while I was in her stomach. There was a pregnant show with oh another woman, gosh. and they were dancing. That's incredible. So born like in. You were born like, dancing. <laughs> Yeah, basically. And and I was always taken to, you know, her rehearsals. Mm-hmm. I was always in class. Like you see a lot of these beautiful ballerinas, babies all in the school right. or class. Yeah. And so I kind of got, I think I saw motivation there. My mom always tells me the story whenever I would be put on stage to watch a show or be there in a rehearsal, I would be completely silent. Like mm-hmm. I would be crying one minute and then I'd be totally silent. Just like so, so into it. So into it. Yeah. So I think, you know, she put me in classes, but she never pushed me yeah. you know, to do anything. But I think I just really loved it. Mm-hmm. And I started at three and I don't know. I just found just so much love for it. And I, I started baby ballet in Paris and then I moved to Philadelphia and I went to the rock school for, a very small amount of time, I think like two years or something. Yeah. I don't remember it very much. I was too little. Yeah. And then I went to California with my mom nice. and my brother. And I started studying at Westside Dance, which is in Santa Monica first. And then went to Yuri Grigoriev. This was all Russian training. Like I never right. really did balancing training. So yeah. it was very fortunate. That's there. interesting. Yeah. So I did Russian training with Yuri Grigoriev who was like an amazing teacher um, until I was about 14 or 15. And I had done two years of YGP and I got a scholarship to go, which is always the best competition to get scholarships. YGP is so good. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I mean, it was a wonderful experience. You get to perform when you, your school maybe doesn't do as many performances, you know? So it's, it's it was cool. experience. Yeah. So I got into Bolshoi Ballet Academy summer intensive. So I went there in New York and I got a scholar. I won, I guess there was like two winners that would go to the Bolshoi in Russia. Wow. And study there for two months and perform with their school. And it was me and my friend Gabe, Gabe Stone Share. He's an ABT. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We actually knew each other. We didn't know, but we were, we went to kindergarten together. Oh. <gasps> oh my god what a small world crazy i mean it's ridiculous that's that's insane that's like that's like more than a coincidence like there's a picture of us in like a little in like baby clothes on one side and the other side no (laughs) 
So we both uh, got that prize. And Amazing. while I was on my way to go to Russia, I you know, realized I was 15. If I want to pursue this, I should probably go to a bigger school that has maybe a company or some more influence. So I auditioned for SAB yeah. because my friend had gone to SAB and I hadn't really heard of it before that. Um, I don't know why, maybe just I was more focused on other things in yeah. Russian training. And then I auditioned for Royal Ballet in London. And then I went to Moscow. Yeah studied there, did everything. I got my letter back from SAB and I got a full scholarship to the summer course. Wow. So I went and just like kept the door doors open. You know, it wasn't the place that I had in my head. I was so set on going to like, it's like, maybe I'll be in the Bolshoi or like Royal Ballet or Paris (laughs) Opera or something, just a little bit more classical. Yeah. And I went to SAB and it was like the most wonderful experience because it was, you know, beautiful classical ballet, but it had a different type of vivacity to it, like yeah. a quickness. Yeah. And um, I want to say it's like almost like a finishing school for your hands and <laughs> yeah. toe and head. Yeah. It's like a, just a beautiful um, way to... I don't know. It was, it's magical, the balancing technique, along with classical. I love both of them, yeah. but it was yeah. really, I'm so thankful that I left that door open and I went to SAB because Definitely. it led me to go to the, you know, the school year round because I yeah. loved it. I yeah. got in and I stayed there for two years and I got into the company in C2, which is the year before D, which is your oh, final year. Right. Someone, I guess they needed one other, one other lady and Peter had seen me in a workshop performance. I did one of his pieces. I was a lead in one of his pieces and he was like, you know, do you want to, is it too much for you? Do you need another year? And I was like, like, no, you're like, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) So I got in and then I got into the company very soon after, like in the winter, I, I was an apprentice in the fall. And then I became a full-time company member in December because once again, they needed uh, core members yeah. in the, you know, they, I think they had just, like a rotation had just been done. They needed a few more core members. Amazing. So me and Olivia Boisson got in. So I was very lucky with the timing, I have yes. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was thankful I left those doors open, you For know, sure. in my journey. No, that's, that's an amazing story. And I I love that because like, sometimes you don't realize like what doors will open and just keeping, keeping all of the options open is like so important as well. Yeah. And you never know, you know, we look at things online and you go and you experience it and it's totally different. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like as a, as a student, I, I really, strongly always advise all of my students or anyone I ever talk to is that just to really keep those doors open because you can be set on one way but maybe for some reason it's not really the way that you're going to be happiest in and you'll I don't know you always seem to find like you know if you're set on New York City Ballet but you don't get in for instance yeah but then you go to San Francisco and you love it it's like you know, maybe heartbreaking in the beginning, but maybe it's the place where you need to be and to, to thrive. Definitely. So, yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And yeah. it's so true. Like um, I went to the Royal and yeah. like, it was always my dream, my goal. Yeah. And I loved it, made the best friends ever. But like 
it just wasn't like exactly how I thought and it just it just didn't fit for me and like I think making like people more aware that sometimes like that's okay and like going oh even though it is one of the best schools or the you know it might not suit you and that's like totally okay and I love that you you kept all of those options open um, for yourself it's so important it's like you know it's easy to be uh so taken aback by everyone's unanimous goal to get into one place or that they love one place but it's really okay to have you know if you have those doubts or like it just doesn't fit for you it's okay like it's not a it's not a bad thing you're not you're not you're not going down a bad way you know like it's okay to not (laughs) exactly it's fine (laughs) yeah it's like not everyone likes apples and that's not a bad thing I mean that was such a random description but like not everyone (laughs) does (laughs) totally so true now you got a lot of questions about Bolshoi like specifically a lot of people wanted to know like what your experience was over there well it was probably the most uh the biggest learning experience of my entire life I had never really been I had been away from my family, you know, to visit my dad in France because my parents had divorced. So I'd been, you know, overseas with my family and I've traveled with my family, but I'd never gone to a place like Russia, which is just so beautiful, but so foreign as well. Yeah. And I'd never been anywhere by myself other than to the Kirov summer program and the Bolshoi summer program. Right. So being like, I remember getting dropped off and being welcomed by this woman and I didn't know Russian yet and it was just super different like the culture is so different the people are so different and they're so lovely yeah but they're it's like a totally different world that you you know once you live in a bit it's like you kind of become like that and so it doesn't seem foreign anymore yeah but it would like a huge culture shock, I think, Yeah, that I'm so thankful I had because I think it's super important for the growth of your own person oh, yeah, to sure. be exposed to all those different cultures and like really be immersed, you know, mm-hmm. staying somewhere for two months without your parents, you know, in a school is definitely a good way to, to immerse that's yourself. A, that's a good um, way. <laughs> I would yeah, I was in, I'd never danced on a raked floor before oh. and all the studios were raked. The stage is raked. Everything, you know, is raked over there. And my, my class of ladies, I was in a class of all Russian women who wow. were so, so, so sweet. Yep. I mean, they were just angels and they were trying to like welcome me in and everything, but I, I didn't really speak Russian yet. Yeah. So, my teacher didn't speak Russian. My oh, the people in my class didn't good. speak Russian. I was on a raked floor, you know. It was just it was all of it at you at the one yeah, time. Fifteen. So you know, that's like it was. It was shocking yeah. to be thrown into all of that. But once again, I say like it was such a special and magical experience because you find that the universal language is dance. Yeah. You know, like. I could communicate with my classmates every single day. They were so sweet to me because we used our hands. Or like I started to learn a little bit of Russian. They started to learn a little bit of English. (laughs) So 
you know, we could help each other. Yeah. Um, and I had Gabe, Gabe Stone Share was there. Oh, nice. So yeah. There was a few Americans. There was Geraldine from the Joffrey, who's oh, a beautiful, I think yes. it's Geraldine Mendoza, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. She's beautiful and she was there. Um, oh, another woman nice. who was from my ballet school, Mallory Clark, was there. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. So there was a lot of a few people that you could yeah. kind of like speak speak to. <laughs> yeah, speak to. And it, it was, you know, it was um I mean, I love being immersed in different cultures. I was thankful that my first language is French because yeah. that's easier to communicate with actually over there. Right. So it was it was nice to be able to still speak a little bit to each person, but it was a formative time, I have to say. You know, it was it was a difficult place to go, not even it being Russia, but I think just going anywhere at fifteen for two oh, months yeah. in a place where you don't know the language, I think is gonna be hard for anyone. Definitely. But once again, I if anyone need you know wants to go to Russia, I highly recommend it. It is so beautiful. Yeah. And the people, you know, the Russian people, when they smile, it's like electric. Yeah. Because I think they're more of a, um, I don't know if it's, you know, in America, you see people and they're like, always like, hi. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. really like animated. Yeah. And in France, it's not really like that either. Yeah. So in Russia, it, it's not like that. But like when they are, when it did, like when my friends did smile at me and stuff, I was like, like, wow, this is <laughs> You were like, amazing. yes. <laughs> I loved, I loved it. And, and it was so funny because when I came back to America, actually, after, I was like, why is everyone smiling all the time? Because it felt like so yeah. silly. Like, so like foreign, foreign. Like, like why yes. are people smiling at me? <laughs> yeah. It was so interesting to see just different ways that people hold themselves yeah. or, you know, learn or, but I, I was lucky enough to do a language class when I was there that was incorporated in our scholarship to go for Gabe oh, and I right. learn Russian. So we had Russian class and everything. So we were able to communicate pretty well. And Gabe actually stayed there for a lot longer. Wow. That's amazing. And do you feel like, cause it, I mean, it was so much for a 15 year old. Yeah. Do you feel like having that challenge and almost that diversity and like training, culture, everything made yeah. you kind of the dancer and person you are today? Oh, for sure. I mean, I can, whenever anyone asks me, you know, even in my college essay, they always ask like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, what is the most, you know, formative time of your life? That's, yeah. I will always say that that is the place where I feel like I actually matured from being a young person to yeah. a young adult yeah. always because right. it just they the Russian people taught me so much yeah and the Russian ballet taught me so much and to not have expectations to be on a flat floor to yeah. be on a race floor to be to be able to communicate to anyone to be you know able to live on my own you know and yeah. and go and do things by myself and things like that so it was it was so it was a very special and formative, like I keep saying, formative time for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, I, I and think it definitely made me who I was today. Yeah, because I don't feel as shocked when I go places. I guess because I'm, I was open to so many different places. You know, going to South Africa all the time with my mom, France. Yeah. I got to go to Russia and other places in Europe, but it's really, it's nice to be able to just go and stay in a place and really. 
um, enjoy their culture, you know, yeah. instead of feeling like you want to find comfort for yeah. yourself. Yeah, you know? definitely. Again, like going back to being like open-minded about things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Totally. I love that. And now before you were saying that like when you went to the SAB summer program or School of American mm-hmm. Ballet summer program, you hadn't done Balanchine before that. Um, do you think like people if they wanted to go to New York City Ballet or SAB, it is necessary for them to or do you think just go there and kind of soak in the Balanchine technique? I think that, I mean, I was, you know, so Russian. Yeah. So Russian. <laughs> like when I look back at some videos, I'm like, I, I'm a completely like- different teacher. So, and I went to SAB, you know, with my Russian points. Oh, that's yeah. what I loved. And yeah. all my teachers were like, what are you wearing? We're supposed to wear Freed's here. Like, they're so white. <laughs> and they're so white. And I was like, I love the color. I yeah. think they're beautiful. <laughs> so I always kept one pair. I still have a pair with yeah. me, actually. I, just, I love the shoe. You just need um, them. <laughs> I just needed them. I mean, I love my Freed's more yeah. than anything as well. But I, I think it's possible to go... I think it's necessary to go to the summer program or the year-round school for at least you know, I mean, it's pushing it, but just one year Mm. to have that like finishing, um, finishing touch that Balanchine really does Mm. to a dancer, I think. And, um, they really like light a fire underneath your bum. I mean, it's a weird analogy, (laughs) but it's like, you know, you really learn to move like a lightning bolt. Yeah. Oh, well, you can see like the dancers, like all of you guys can like jump. You're so quick. Like that's like, you it's know. like you just, it's in the training really you know it's obviously in his pieces mm. but he really made those pieces because of i mean i don't know the order but yeah. i think because his training was so you know on on the demi points yes. and every, yeah you know you were always on the balls of your feet you're never on your heels so you're never sinking you're yeah. always ready to pounce like a bunny you know yeah. what i mean yeah oh so, so different so different to the russian training Oh, oh my gosh. So different. And I love both of them. Yeah. But it was, you know, in the beginning, it was definitely a big challenge. Oh, yeah. Transition. You know, my body was like, what are you doing with that? There's a different attitude, different way to hold an arabesque. My neck kept would keep going out because oh, yeah. it's not like just inside, you know, where Russian, you know, you kind of look and you look, it's nice. like a little bit of a cheek. Yeah. Seem like it's that complicated, but oh, it's complicated. Yeah, I have to. Tell you. It's so subtle, but it's like a big change. <laughs> <laughs> and like from doing like Russian technique since like three years old, like yes. that's like ingrained in your body. <laughs> like, yeah. And like so, the way that, the way the Russian teachers like drill it into you is like. <laughs> oh, yeah. My teacher definitely drilled it in, like any Russian teacher. They yeah. drill it in you, and then you never have to second guess yourself because it's yeah. just you know, second nature. Yeah. But I think it's possible for people to go in. You know, my friend, um, I have friends that have gone there for a year and gotten into the company. Mm. It's, I think it's a place to go and experience and to see if you like the balancing training because yeah. it's not for everyone, um, you know, how they, you know, if they like it or not. But yeah. I yeah. think the, the summer course is a great test to see if you, if you like it. And then if you get into the year round, if you want to continue with it. 
Definitely. But I think it's fully possible. I, I don't think it's possible. I don't know, you know, the protocol of New York City Ballet usually, it's not, it's more balancing. What he wanted was to go through the school. Right. And have people that come out of the school, whether it be one year or two years, you know, however many years. Yeah. But um, I think it is important to go and learn the technique before you get into the company because everything is based on that in the yeah. in his pieces, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, that's great advice. And Indiana, before you were saying like you just finished your school exam mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people will be like, what is she talking about? <laughs> but can you tell us, because like I know a lot of dancers like just put all of their efforts into dance or ballet, which isn't a bad thing either, but Um, having a backup plan or even just doing something as well uh, is really great for the mind. Um, What what are you doing at the moment? (laughs) I am studying at Fordham University, which is kind of, it's right next to New York City Ballet. And we get a small dancer discount code from that. So it kind of um, initiates some of us to go uh, along with the professional continuing studies, which is kind of the only program that, you know, I kind of looked into that could accommodate my schedule because you can take one class a semester and you go every Monday night or into the school or you do one online or you do two a semester or, you know, and so it's kind of more uh, possible to do classes while you're in company. But I do, like you touched on the the, the fact that it's really good for you to work your brain in a different way. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, encourage and employ all any dancer who, you know, may have any interest in anything in a curricular way or really any interest at all. I, I went to college because I really missed being in a classroom, which yeah. sounds kind of weird, but I, I loved learning yeah. so much in school. And so I, in the beginning went just to take classes, you know, yeah. not to necessarily pursue a degree or anything and use it towards anything, but I fell in love with it and I still want to keep learning. I've kind of switched gears. I'm doing a philosophical ethic class right now, wow. which is super interesting yeah. because it's basically without us knowing it's what we like how we carry ourselves you know each person has a different way of their of carrying themselves or what they believe in and you may not even realize that you are this type of you follow this type of ethic so it's super interesting that sounds so cool I love all of that type of thing yeah it's great I I feel like I'm kind of veering a little bit more towards finding a program that will kind of guide me into more sustainability Hmm. uh, things because I can't my you know interest after ballet is really to just do anything to help the earth slash animals or people really just try and help the planet a bit and so I'm kind of trying to find a place to do that in I'm not sure where yet I've been doing research during this time but I would love to do make have a degree in ecology which is what Jane Goodall um majored in and it was it it was it's called the study of animals and their natural habitats which would be super interesting yes definitely that's, that's kind of my my school journey for now I've been there for I think I've been there for I don't know, maybe five years or so now. I'm not sure. So, I but love it takes that. a good, like 20 years yeah. to finish there. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> doing one, you're doing one class a semester or two. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, uh, it, it's good that you're just like doing things on the side. Like, I feel like it's so important. Like, it, not even like to get a degree, as you said. Like, yeah. just simply to like learn something each week and like just get yeah. yourself out of like the ballet classroom or studio. Oh, it's so important. I have to say, you know, I started before I became a soloist, yeah. but being a soloist and having, you know, principals in front of you and other soloists that have been there for a lot longer, it's, it was challenging <clears throat> to, to, I mean, I was so thankful to be in that rank and yeah. so pleased and just, I couldn't believe that I yeah. got promoted. But, you know, after that, you kind of have, and in, in Balanchine Ballets, soloists basically do a lot of principal roles yeah okay because i don't i don't know if i don't know why but we just do a lot of principal roles as well as soloist roles and yeah. core members get to do a lot of soloist roles so it's okay. kind of like you it kind does. of keep getting yeah yeah trained to do those things so i wasn't really doing much and i was getting really depressed because i was like well i don't know what the point is of you know i, I just want to dance i don't care what i do you yes. know, I volunteered to do snow, to go back into snow my first year yeah. as a soloist because I just wanted to dance. Do something. So I was, <laughs> I was doing like, I was doing my snow part oh, from wow. as a soloist and doing, you know, getting to do sugar plum and do, do drop every once in a while in marzipan. Yeah. But I was so thankful that I was able to dance and like be on stage That's with my so colleagues. That's so good. That's so and, good. And I personally just love that so much and I missed it so much. So I would say school was very important for me to find a bit of a balance. Yeah, definitely. And and that was something I was going to touch on because you were promoted to soloist in February 2017. Yeah. Uh, is that right? That's right, I okay. think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so that would have been obviously, as you said, super exciting, super grateful, all of those amazing things. But like, I know so many people, as you said, when they hit soloist, they are suddenly doing like a lot less because yeah. like there's a bit less soloist roles and like they're not performing every night in the core. Yeah. And did you find transitioning into that, as you said, you volunteered, was there anything else that you kind of like did to help yourself feel like you're not just, you know, doing every show now and then? Yeah. I um I remember I have a vivid memory of I didn't have any rehearsal during the day and I was like kind of you know kind of sad about it and I was yeah. like I just want to dance so I went and I took myself to the theater I had done class earlier and then went home and then I took myself to the theater later at like six or something before a show and I just did my own like little bar um next to the stage by oh, myself yeah. and it kind of helped I guess, continue just feeling like I was working, I yeah. guess, and doing what I loved. But I, I would say, you know, whenever I had a chance to volunteer to do anything, you know, whenever there were too many ladies that were injured, mm. and they didn't have anyone else, you know, I would go up and I would say, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Mm. I just, I would just love to dance. I don't have anything going on. And so I was able to do like a few silly, you know, like go back into monsters of Firebird and things yeah. like that. that were, I mean, I love those things. Yeah. But it, it definitely is a difficult 
transition period. And I would say, you know, what helped was I started doing Gaga classes um, on Mondays on our day off. Oh, yeah. Um, which was super special uh, during that tough time. I started doing it every Monday and it was kind of like a therapy for me as well. Yeah. And doing other things like, like school, yeah. kind of being okay with having time again. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You reestablish a new schedule that is not regimented. So it's, it's interesting. And then everything, like we say, we said before, you know, comes down in one thing and then you're so overwhelmed because yeah. you have five principal roles to do in a week and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do with myself. I haven't trained to do this right now. I don't yeah. remember what it feels like to be on stage. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. It's, it prepares you in a different way, you know? So Definitely. if someone goes up, you're like, I'll do it. And then you have to take the responsibility that you haven't been on stage mm -hmm. and that, you know, just enjoy yourself. It's like a different type of work, I would say. You you really, I personally really cherished every moment I got on stage because it wasn't often. Yeah. So from what I hear, like you love performing. Like, do you reckon that's one of your favorite parts about company life, performing? Yes, yeah. I love it. I mean, I feel like I, I never, I always say this, but I never remember what happened on stage when I go off stage <laughs> and it feels like a nice place to first of all I always feel like I'm just so in the moment when I'm on stage mm -hmm. never thinking about anything else and I just it's very magical it's it's interesting because you know when people are so nervous about pirouettes I am too you know on stage you're like yeah. I hope I make this pirouette like so when bad. I did Aurora you're like you got to do the step up turn if you fall, they're only going to remember that. And, you know, you put that pressure on yourself. I love the pressure. <laughs> pressure. But then you go on stage and you're like, okay, I have to let all of this go because this is going to hinder my performance. And you just kind of have, I mean, I personally try and have a bit more belief in myself. And it feels like a magical time because it feels like the things that you were never able to do in a rehearsal, you're suddenly able to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's like you're floating kind of. So yeah. I, I really love, I love performing just because it's a magical time. You yeah. get to take, you know, a whole audience on a journey where they may be having a bad day and hopefully you can change that for them or enlighten them on a different story, different people, a different art form. So it's an interesting line of work for sure, but I, I love performing. Definitely. No, I love that as well. And I love how you said, like, doesn't matter, like, what happened to the audience members, like, during their day. I think, like, that's such a beautiful thing about ballet is as well, like, yeah. it's your interpretation of the character and right. it's how you perceive it. And then, you know, the audience may have a completely different idea of it, but like it just totally. as natural, you know? Yeah. I really totally. love that. And speaking on, you know, performances and backstage, I mean, it honestly feels like a lifetime ago, but yeah. let's, let's still talk about <laughs> it. Run me yeah. through your pre-show ritual if you have like any superstitions or anything that you like have to do. Okay guys, I really, really hope you're enjoying it so far as much as I was, but everything else we talked about like body image, positivity, mental health, 
confidence is all in the next episode. Indiana is such an amazing person inside and out and she shares all of her advice from experience and you just don't want to miss it. So guys, the episode is already uploaded. Go check it out now and yeah, get ready.